Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. touch on today is around how as a woman you can gain self-confidence and self-reliance in yourself and I think especially when you're in your 20s and figuring out your life from your career your relationships and I think especially from 22 to even 26 and of course beyond I think that's a very common age to be like lost and also in the stage of figuring everything out, right? And I think this is something that I've noticed that a lot of my girlfriends come to me and ask me, how did I do this? How do I travel solo? How was I comfortable living by myself really early on? That's kind of what inspired this episode is because I realized like, wow, not many people actually have practiced any of this and especially before relationships because being in a relationship right now and it being you know, more or less long distance, I realized without these steps taken before the relationship and before getting to this stage of my life, I would not be in this stage where I'm confident and comfortable in myself. And I think the number one tip that I have is being comfortable in solitude. And I think the few things that you can do to very much practice getting comfortable with this is solo trips, eating out by yourself, um, having just mindful time alone. Because if you don't learn how to do this, and I think the biggest thing too, a lot of girls, if you go out to the bars or restaurants or wherever, half the time, all my girlfriends who are going to go to the bathroom, they will always want a friend to come with them. And I think that is such a basic example as to the signs of how we lack comfort in solitude, even in the smallest things. And so, of course, while I've traveled internationally solo, I've been to Colombia, I've been to Paris, Milan, actually all over Italy, I've gone all by myself. The thing is, I started at a young age with the small things, right? The first step I ever did was I decided to go out to dinner by myself. Um, I traveled solo to Portland when I was in college and I would do weekend trips by myself. And I think without that experience, I would not have the same level of confidence and comfort in being independent. And I share that even thinking about how that has played into my relationship right now, having the experience of spending time alone, living by myself and that has helped with the fact that when we're together, we are together for maybe 10 days or two weeks at a time. And then we go another two weeks or 10 days apart. And I think for both of us, I can at least speak for myself. um, For me, it wasn't that difficult to adapt to. But for other people, when I'm talking with my girlfriends at dinner, some of them will be like, oh, I won't see my boyfriend for 10 days. And that stresses them out. Right. And so I think that's very important to learn how to do whether you are in a relationship or you're not and 
Um, maybe it's just the fact that you realize you want to build more self-confidence. I think that's the easiest place to start is being comfortable in solitude and comfortable just being by yourself. And it takes practice, right? So don't start with going out to your favorite restaurant on a Friday night. You know, I think that can be intimidating, especially here in New York. Um, and I've lived in LA, New York, Miami. But I think the easier step is maybe on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night, bring a book, go to your favorite restaurant and just sit there. And and sometimes too, I think the, the biggest thing, don't go on your phone when you are experiencing the, you know, the solitude and your time by yourself, because that's you diving into something like safe, like, right, staring at your phone. If you're just there and present and even observing other people, sometimes you'll just get into conversation with people that you might end up making friends with, right? So I think this is such a big one is learning how to be comfortable by yourself and even indulging in solo trips and solo eating out and, and whatnot. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. The second tip for me is committing to your goals daily. And so, for example, if you intend to make movement part of your morning, then actually do it, right? As a lot of you guys know, my background is as a former competitive figure skater and tennis player. And so for me in the morning, I always start out with a physical activity. And how I actually implement it is either scheduling it through ClassPass where I actually have a workout to go to, or let's say I'm playing tennis, I will simply schedule it with a friend where I'm like, hey, let's play tennis at 7 a.m. tomorrow, right? So that holds me accountable. And by actually doing it on the days that I say I will do, it shows to myself, especially from a subconscious level, I'm like, okay, I'm actually saying I want to do this and then I commit to it and then I actually go do it, right? And so on the other hand, if you don't program yourself to do these things, you will then also tell yourself that you're not as reliable, right? And I think the more reliable you believe you are, that also then contributes to your level of confidence and your level of, again, self-reliance, which I think definitely go hand in hand. I think this is something I've always heard from other high performers and athletes too, is being able to actually stick to the commitments you say you have, right? Or that you say that you want. And I think this is also very similar to values. If you say that you are an honest person or that you want to be a person with integrity, what are the actions that this kind of person does on a daily basis to be such person, right? And so there will be a dissonance if you continue to say, oh, I am a great person or I'm an honest person, and you catch yourself saying a white lie, that's going to be then difficult for your mind where you're like, 
okay, I'm saying I'm this, but I'm doing another thing. Which one am I? And so I think that can definitely affect your level of self-confidence and self-reliance. The last tip I have on building and gaining self-confidence is, especially as a female, and this one might be more, um, I wouldn't say taboo, but some people might have disagreements on this. But I believe building the skill of making money and creating long-term wealth, even as a female, is very important. And here's why. Something I've observed being in a city like New York, you know, a lot of my girlfriends are often kind of stressed about A, what they want to do with their life, and B, finding something they enjoy in general. Like they, they don't know what it is. And more importantly, they don't know what it is that they actually just enjoy doing and how to make money off of it, right? And I think this definitely parlays into relationships where if you are coming into a relationship and you, and this actually ties into like this three bucket theory I shared a while back, probably last year, where in my opinion, the three buckets that you need to fulfill for yourself is, you know, your, and this is pertaining to wealth, right? It's your own level of wealth, your future partner's wealth, and perhaps your family wealth. And I think the only one that you can really truly rely on is yourself. And something that once again, a lot of people have come to me for, right, is like, okay, how are you approaching this part of life so comfortably? And I reflected on it because I was thinking, okay, why is that, right? What is the difference between myself and maybe one of my peers where they're struggling with decision making on who they're going to date or what kind of job they take, right? And it actually came down to their level of security in their own personal finances. And again, I think coming from a immigrant family background, my parents immigrated from Vietnam, it was instilled in me from a young age to learn how to be scrappy for myself, right? And whether you're into the, the traditional, like, I want the man to be the breadwinner, all that, it has nothing to do with that in this context I'm sharing. I'm sharing just the fact that if you know how to at least be secure for yourself in all aspects of life, and that's including wealth, you're going to be able to be more confident in relationships, I think, especially where... I've seen examples where a girl, she will maybe deal with a partner that is treating her poorly because she knows that this person is perhaps helping on the financial aspect. And because of that fear of uh, if I don't have this person in my life, how am I going to be able to afford certain aspects of my lifestyle? That's where things can go downhill, I think, in the sense of one's level of confidence in your life, but also just your decision making. So I think all that to say, whether you want someone else to be the breadwinner or not, that doesn't matter when it comes to having security in your own personal finances and your ability to kind of create your own long-term wealth, because having this skill simply teaches you that you can rely on yourself either by choice or as needed. But I think this is something, once again, I'm only sharing because a lot of listeners in my DMs are always asking, how are you building and having this level of self-confidence? And it comes from, you know, different buckets of life. And it's not just from, um, you know, any physical appearance or internal love and self-love and all that. But I think it's very much 
having all of this kind of like filled up and not neglecting one area over the other. Um, for me personally, I've seen how I've been able to make decisions more consciously and more for myself and my own desires versus having to rely on someone else to make the decisions for me. And I think that's kind of the intention and, and message behind this episode, which is what fulfills you, right? What what fulfills you in life. And for me, I've noticed from a young age and in early 20s, after going through a very disruptive breakup, I realized that the only person you can ever fully rely on is yourself. And you also have to find a healthy balance with willingness to rely on another person or other people, such as family and your future partner. But at the end of the day, if you're not taking care of yourself and filling your own buckets of what you need, it's going to be really hard to design a life that you want and to have the confidence to do that. And so, <laughs>